0: Right, the time twenty-five minutes to nine on a radio Veritas. and a very good morning to Father Ndlovu. Good morning, Father Lawrence.
1: Good morning, Father Emma.
0: How are you? I haven't seen you for a long time.
1: Yes, indeed, I'm all right, thank you. Are How you have all right? you
0: been? Are you all right? You must come and visit us sometime. We will definitely. Be, be good to see you again. But what we do see, even if we don't see you, we see your writings, and you've written something about Zimbabwe: a time for change, not a coup. And uh, this appeared in, what's it, Spotlight, is it?
1: Yes, Spotlight Africa.
0: There we go, yes. Tell us about it. What what made you write this um, article? Was it done before the coup?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I sort of early on started there, but the day before yesterday, in the afternoon, started hearing, of course, like everybody else, about these army tanks and this activity that's been seen all around uh, Zimbabwe. Mm. And for a second, I was very excited that finally change, finally, you know, uh, Mugabe and, and, and Grace must definitely go and we were all on the same page. Yeah. They must go. That's not the conversation that I'm, I'm, I'm having. But yeah. I then got worried about this, um, what at that time seemed like a coup, which now, of course, we, is a coup. Um that normally, if you look at African states uh, and many other coups, it's very hard for countries to untangle themselves from a, a coup experience mm-hmm. because they're always somehow at the behest of the of the army and whoever is placed there always has notion at the beginning of their mind that they have the army to satisfy and not necessarily the majority, which is the people, people who normally... Or right, rightfully uh, be putting someone in power or making someone custodian of their interests through a democratic process, and I, I was, I, 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 yeah, I had this preoccupation and worry and uneasiness about this coup that's going on in Zimbabwe.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but did you write this article after this? I mean, is it is it hot, hot off the press, or was there something you were suspecting might happen?
1: No, when, when uh, day before yesterday, in the afternoon, when we started these things, it already existed in my mind, but I just wanted to see where exactly it was going. Right. So yesterday, I really sat down and wrote what I thought uh, and what I think perhaps would be the best way uh, for the region and indeed for the country.
0: Right, OK. OK, so it really is hot off the press.
1: Out of the press.
0: (laughs) So, so, what do you then see as the solution to the situation? I mean, everybody's saying, "Well, you know, Zuma has now sent envoys." Some people are saying the envoys have been sent back, and others saying, "No, you shouldn't get involved there." What is what is the 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 heart of your article
1: now? Well, I I I must just say this before I I can get to that. That my real um, worry is precisely that if. If things look right now, the army would like the former president, the former deputy president, to take the place of, of, of Mugabe. And the fact that they have a preferred candidate, yeah. which is still a ZANO-PS candidate, it right. shows me that the problem of Zimbabwe is far from over. Uh, because yes. this is really a, 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 a ZANO-PS sort of uh, a, a factional uh, politics taking them, t- playing out in front of us. Yeah. Now, what I think should happen, I really do think that the South African Development Community, SADC, and indeed, of course, not uh, making Zimbabweans to do anything, but making sure that they preserve, they preserve the pillars of democracy and making sure that whoever uh, eventually replaces Mugabe replaces Mugabe through a democratic process. Mm. We don't. I don't think Zimbabwe deserves someone who will be placed there by the army. And then runs the country through the army and refuses to leave mm-hmm. what i think should happen is that elections should take place and clear timeline if there is somebody holding office for just a month or two clear timelines and should be placed and to make sure that all parties are, 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 are free and they're not intimidated by the army or the Zanu PF using the army. Mm-hmm. To make sure that these elections take place freely and fairly as possible, and, and that person whoever emerges at least has a proper mandate from the people and not from the army.
0: Right there we go. So it's 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 a little more complicated than appears on the surface.
1: I think it's it, 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 it's quite a worry because mm. we know how the army operates. Mm. You see, anywhere in the world, once they have seen that they're able to. With so much power anywhere uh, 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 in the country, what they're going to do is really run the country through this person that they are popping up as as the new leader of the country. Yeah. And I don't think that's what we need. Certainly for our neighbours, I don't think that's what we need in the region. It's just too unstable. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so it's but but there's no immediate solution that you can think of then.
1: All these reports that I'm reading this morning are true. Mm-hmm. They're saying that, of course, President Mugabe will uh, firstly swear in his former deputy president, uh, and then uh, back as deputy president, and then he himself will resign. And this gentleman, Mnangangwa, um, Nanga, uh, Emerson Nangangwa will then be the interim president. Right. That's yeah. going to be a key period. Mm because it means if Ndangangwa then just walks in and sort of continues without calling immediately elections to take place in less than mm. three to six months, then I think we're already in trouble.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. What, what, do you know much about his history? Is he, is he? I don't suppose he's a Democrat.
1: I actually do not know much about his history, his history, his history and I think that's a very fair question to ask. Mm. The, the, the democratic system in Zimbabwe are a bit worrisome, and this is precisely what I'm worried about. And I'm talking about it looks like hmm. the uh, 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 this what's playing out is the factional battles of ZANU PF. Hmm. A certain battle, a, a faction which has won the uh, the army and is toppling another faction, the G40 or Grace Mugabe's G40. Right. And all of this is, 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 a, is a great cause for concern because it still does not involve the will of the people. Right. And if somebody is prepared to play or to be used or to go with that a kind of arrangement, yeah. it says a lot about the type of person that they are. Yeah. And I suspect he's not a Democrat. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. No, I I, I think your suspicions are, are well-founded because I have read here and there in the press that, you know, he's not a Democrat. Um, and so we mustn't uh, start uh, drumming around and say, hey, we've solved the problems in Zimbabwe, you know, uh, Mugabe has gone. No, no, no that's I not. I think
1: also, Father Emma, you mm. know, another thing that we also need to remember, we're talking about about 37 years mm. of a system that is designed around... Um, President Mugabe. Right. Every single thing. Right. So To 37 years of an entrenched system. Right. That means him and his gurus and everybody who sort of has been worshipping that altar yeah. uh, is going to take at least another 50 years. Right, yeah. So, uh, it's very, it's very fragile and I don't think that Zimbabwe or anybody really should, 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 should be naive to say that South Africa or neighboring countries of SADC should stay out of it. I don't think that's the way to go, because Zimbabwe, unfortunately, is is in no position to be standing independently without South Africa. Half of its economy, if not 80% of what they consume, 80% of the life there, is dependent on South Africa already. Right. So, whatever it is, whatever new administration that they're trying to forge, mm. they cannot do it without South Africa.
0: Mm, exactly, yes. Of course, we've got so many millions of Zimbabweans in South Africa, too
1: who have enriched us in so many ways. Absolutely. And in a way, we've been beneficiaries,
0: Mm, you know,
1: of the many Zimbabweans who are in in our country doing amazing work in our universities and all of these sorts of things. But I think it's only fair that the time has come, I hope, for them to maybe reconsider uh, rebuilding their country after such a a terrible... uh, a lengthy period of just uh, instability. Right. Uh, so,
0: how would you, I mean, what would you propose we should be doing right now?
1: I think President Zuma um, has done well, and this doesn't come out of my mouth often, but I will say mm-hmm. But I think he's done well, firstly, to find out how President Mugabe is and speak to him and see if he can get envoys into the country in order to be able... But any dispute deserves mediation. If it's not a subject body, somebody needs to be doing that kind of work. Here, I think also, um, our commissions, our Justin Peace Commissions, the the Church, as we've done so many times in South Sudan and all of these countries, I think we really do have a, a a place there. But whatever it is that gets done in Zimbabwe, the democratic processes... Or democracy must be the ultimate goal. Right. So all of this mm-hmm. transition mm-hmm. is really, should really be geared at restoration of democratic processes, and they are actually um, and, 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 and the restoration are also they are beautiful uh, constitution.
0: Yes, indeed, um, and I suppose what we, what we can all do is is really pray for Zimbabwe at this time that, that somehow I mean you know it's it's not just a A prayer is not just a thing for priests and sisters to do, but we all need to pray for that beautiful country, Zimbabwe. uh,
1: I think we have this particular duty as Catholics and Christians in Mm. South Africa and beyond to pray for Zimbabwe. It is, in fact, a duty for us to do so. Mm. And also our way of showing our solidarity, because not all of us are politicians. Not all of us can do anything about it. But we can at least show and pray that whatever outcome uh, of Zimbabwe, uh, uh, whatever the outcome for the people of Zimbabwe, should be what the Lord desires for his people. That's right. The yeah. reign of justice and peace, of mm. love, of mm. unity, etc., etc. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: I believe the, 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 the Sunday committee is going to be meeting in Botswana today, this afternoon, so we can pray that they come up with uh, some good suggestions and uh, some breakthrough.
1: Yes, I think there about three, about I think three or four ministers of international relations in Zedek, a meeting, a meeting on Zimbabwe. I think also um, President Mbeki, you know, has been criticised a lot, of course, for his silent diplomacy in the past and all of that. Yeah. But he has always maintained one thing, which I think is going to be key going forward, and that is there's never going to be a solution for the people of Zimbabwe without the people of Zimbabwe. Yeah. So even if we meet and strategize and all of that, it should only be to assist as much as we can what the people of Zimbabwe desire for Mm. themselves.
0: Well, it's quite clear, Lawrence, what you what you are advocating is that there should be uh, an election in Zimbabwe. And that should be done as soon as possible so that we can know what is it that the people of Zimbabwe want. Not what the army wants or what Mugabe wants or what Nagago wants or whatever. But who is it and what is it that the people of their beautiful country want?
1: And what they really desire for themselves. Yes. I think every exiled person, every migrant person... Every person born in any country mm. desires only the best for their country. It is their homeland. Right. It is what the, it's what the place they call home. Mm. And if you travel the world anywhere, you know, one almost feels saddened, uh, whether in the United Kingdom, in South Africa, in the United States, in, in Botswana, and just bump into so many Zimbabwean communities. Yeah. And one just feels these are people who have a wonderful country. Yeah that has so much to offer them and that they too have so much to offer and they deserve to have their country back.
0: That's right, indeed, indeed. I so love your final sentence of your article today. The time for silent diplomacy is gone. Now the SADC must facilitate a process through which the people of Zimbabwe, not the army, decide on the future of their country. Well said. Thank you. Very nice. Anyway, people can read this article of yours. It's not long. It's just two pages. And it's in uh, a new... It's in
1: Spotlight Africa. Spotlight Africa is a new analysis portal, news portal, uh, a reflection portal, which is run by, of course, uh, initiated by the Jesuit Institute, yeah. um, which enshrines or centers itself on reflecting on social issues, based on the Catholic social teaching, with that view in mind. So we're in our early days, but I think well, we've got something good there.
0: Right, yes. Yeah. So that's SpotlightAfrica.com.
1: Yes. There so, we go. Yes, SpotlightAfrica.com. Go along. SpotlightAfrica, I think, which I, I'm not too sure yet.
0: Yeah. Is it SpotlightAfrica or Spotlight.com? You're not sure at this stage.
1: I think it's Spotlight.Africa.
0: No, I think there's a com at the end of it.
1: <laughs> so there's a com. I haven't seen that. Anyway, yeah.
0: I think so. I think there's, I think it's spotlight.com. Okay. maybe Have a look and see, and then you can find out this article. Otherwise, give us a call at Radio Veritas and we'll uh, find out the exact details. You can also find
1: us on, 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 on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, if, you, if you say Spotlight Africa, you'll find us.
0: Absolutely, I'm sure you will. All right, Father Lawrence, anything more you'd like to share with us? No, that's all. That's it. Well, thank you very, very much, and thank you for writing this very thought-provoking article on Zimbabwe. Thank you very much for thank talking to so us. Thank you so much for that. God bless you. That was Father Lawrence Ndlovu who's written an article entitled Zimbabwe, Time for Change, Not a Coup. All right, spotlight.com, I think, is what the, uh, the website is. Otherwise, you can visit jesuitinstitute.org.za, and there you'll find a reference to the Spotlight web page. Radio Your Catholic, Your
1: Catholic connection. Connection.